So this is kind of the last part of the introductory part of this, just talking about, you know, the general ingredients of the doctor, how we screw you recipe that they all follow, um, which they need to follow if they're going to be pimps of the drug companies, which is, as we'll talk about how our medical system was developed. Um, that, that's the main job of doctors is to sell you drugs, make you think you're sick, um, make you think that they're the great saviors. And unless you listen to what they say, um, then you're going to die. And, you know, of course, as we said, we, we learn from areas in the world where they don't do this, where they don't fall into this trap, where they stay away from doctors, where they worry about their health, their diet, they don't smoke, they, they exercise, they live a lot longer than us. You know, we are, um, what are we, about the 50th um, in the world in terms of uh, health outcomes? Our, our um, longevity has been going down lately. Uh, interestingly, you know, cardiologists who talk the most about how they, you know, we're so aggressive, you, you can put you on blood thinners, you're going to put you on statin cholesterol medicines, do stress tests every year, open up all your blood vessels. And they spent a hundred billion, remember B, billion dollars a year more now than they did 20 years ago. And heart death rates have gone up during that time. Go figure. Um, anyway, the biggest thing when the doctors trick you into believing a that you have an illness which has been made up because it's numerical and the numbers change so that more and more people have it until they become epidemic and then they tell you that you unless you fix these numbers you're going to be dead um we've seen this with many illnesses already um and then you with your cognitive biases believe this because it seems to make sense and your friends say it's true and the doctor from Harvard says it's true, and who can argue with the doctor from Harvard? Because people from Harvard have always been right during our history, like when they put us in all these wars and stuff, um, and how they're getting us through COVID so so wonderfully. Um, and, you know, CNN says it, and New York Times says it, and Joe down the street had a stent, and God knows he's still alive. So obviously the stent, and this guy got a PSA for his prostate cancer, and he's still alive after the treatment. He can't pee anymore, but, you know, a small price to pay. So, you know, they trick you. You know, we know that, for instance, prostate cancer kills 1% of people, um, whether they take these poisonous treatments or not. Um, so really finding that you have prostate cancer is not something that's worth looking for because guess what? There's a 99% cure, cure rate for prostate cancer if you walk around a tree three times and eat a piece of bark, right? So we, we, we know that. But here's the other part of the puzzle. And this has been shown by studies. Doctors do not give you the negative about what they're doing. So for every positive, there's a negative. And when, when I and, and um, people I, I've written books with look at health outcomes, it's always got to be what's the risk and what's the benefit, right? You'd think that would be normal. But there's a study that says that 90% of doctors minimize the negative and um, magnify the positive of every intervention. I mean, nothing is more um, uh, indicative of that than atrial fibrillation, where the doctor tells you you're going to have a stroke if you don't go on blood thinners. And yeah, maybe there's a small risk of bleeding. Whereas we know that the risk of a stroke is about six out of a thousand and the risk of dying of a bleed is about six out of a thousand. The risk of having a bleed serious enough to put you in a hospital is 40 out of is 40 out of a thousand. Um, but they just tell you there's a minor thing and you're going to die if you don't go on it. This idea that they're not going to tell you the negative is crucial for them to sell you this intervention. Because if you knew what these drugs are actually doing to you, 
like statins, um, God knows, I've seen a lot of elderly people coming out on these high doses of statins. And I've done all the research on those, and there's no evidence that statins actually help people over the age of 80, but we know that they destroy muscles. And when you go on the high doses, um, the muscle destruction has been such that I've seen at least a half dozen people this year, this year, who have been paralyzed, unable to walk because of their statins. They had a stroke, then they started getting better, then they were put on the high-dose statins, and then they couldn't walk. And the doctor said, well, you know, I don't get it, I don't know. We're doing our best, you know, take more statins. So they don't tell you that. The doctors won't even acknowledge that there's a possibility that their interventions could be hurting you because, you know, doctors are selling you drugs and that's that would not be the right thing to do for them in their position as pimps of the drug companies. So, and by the way, they don't all know they're pimps of the drug companies. The drug companies come up with these protocols that the doctors blindly follow and they don't look into it because in medical school, you're told basically root memorization, regurgitate, do what you're told. It's the German system. The one Einstein ran away from and the one we'll learn about is basically the building brick, the bricks of our medical system is based on German thinking that yes, brought them into World War II um, and also created the whole eugenics movement here. We'll, we'll talk about that later. So the negative side effects, statins are destructive. Like if you're going to talk, even someone who might benefit, let's say a 65-year-old man who had a heart attack, um, is going to get some benefit from statins. It turns out the benefit is in about uh, five years, there's a 5% reduction in heart attack or stroke. Okay, so 1% a year. For a medicine, that's a lot. But let's also be honest about what these drugs can do to you. They do cause muscle destruction. The higher the dose, the more muscle destruction they cause. They can cause fatigue and they can cause pain. And by doing so, they can, if you have a memory impairment, they can make the memory impairment worse. So we know that. And if, if those things happen to you, they're not like one doctor from Cleveland Clinic said, those are made up side effects from the internet. No, they are real, proven side effects. Every drug has side effects. If you lower blood pressure too much, you have a dramatic negative effect. In fact, if you lower it too much, if you lower it to the extent that the cardiologists want you to lower it based on their guidelines, you will have an increase in kidney failure, increase in falls, increase in fatigue, increase in shortness of breath, increase in dizziness. Um, the cardiologists have this line they want you to, they also have a line they want you to go below in cholesterol, right? They're fixing numbers. They could give a crap about you. If you they're, so when they're fixing these numbers, they're making you a mess. They're creating problems. Every number you fix has a downside. Then when you add all these medicines together, they additively create problems. We know that. We have many studies show that if you're on more than five medicines, the side effects from each medicine pretty much double. So we know this, but doctors will not acknowledge it, especially if you go to see a lot of specialists. Each of them want to fix their own organ, and by fixing it means get the numbers right for their own organ, and they don't care how it affects the next organ. In fact, if a cardiologist puts you on all this crap and you start getting liver problems, what does a cardiologist do? Sends you to a liver doctor. Because they, this is all they know. You know, each doctor has its organ. They're, they, they're not aware that there's actually doctors who take care of the whole body, nor are they aware that their drugs cause this problem. They will never acknowledge that. Doctors don't do that. So when you, when you go into a doctor's office and actually ask for the side effects of the drug nine out of ten times, and that's been proven again, you're going to be told, don't worry about it. Little, little minor stuff. The really, the, the benefit is so outweighs that risk. 
which most of the time is not true. So what, what we know from studies is virtually every drug, the side effects, serious side effects, exceed the benefit. So, so you have to figure out if you're willing to take that chance. Again, we talked about prostate cancer. The reduction in death with very um, um, strong chemotherapy or hormonal therapy or radiation or surgery. The chances are 50% you're not going to be able to pee right and 50% you'll be impotent. There's also a chance that you're going to get sick. There's a chance you may die from the treatment. Okay, what's the benefit? Because that's the downside. And that's what I emphasize as a primary care doctor. What's the benefit? Well, 1% of people die who get the treatment and 1% of people die who don't get the treatment. Again, I, I'm, I'm honest with my patients. Most doctors say, well, look, we're going to follow the PSA. That's the marker, the blood marker you can measure for prostate cancer. We'll follow it and you'll see it go right down. And it does with the treatment. It goes right down. And I've seen my patients go right down with it. I, I can't tell you how many patients I've seen actually end up in a nursing home from the treatment but the doctors think it's a success because the PSA is down. Now, again, we have no evidence it's going to save your life at all. And we know it could hurt you. So you can make that decision. But that's not, again, if anyone's gone to a urologist, they know. The urologist doesn't paint it that way. They'll say, you got prostate cancer. You got a high PSA. We got to treat you. What's the downside? You know, technology's gotten better. Things are good. We're, you'll probably be okay. That's all you're going to hear. They don't tell you, well, you know, we, we can't save your life. There is an outside chance we could prevent bone spread with this treatment, but um, we're not going to actually make you live longer. And most of the bone spread isn't painful. So, um, but we could hurt you. How much would these pimps sell their products for if they told you that? Because urologists make a lot of money when you buy their bill of goods. They make a lot of money. The drug companies, for the drugs they sell, make a lot of money. All the surgical hospitals and nurses and everything else, they make a lot of money if they sell you their bill of goods. So their pimping cannot possibly talk about the negatives. You know, the, the negatives of these bone density medicine, we, we already told you they don't do much, but the negatives are they can cause fractures, they cause pain, they cause stomach issues. They're negatives. Again, when you add it to other things, it's a big deal. So... When you look at the any intervention, you have to A, look at the clinical benefit, right? Not the numerical benefit. And you have to look at the downside. And when you look at the downside, you have to look at the downside in the context of everything. Every other drug you take, every other ailment you have, what your age is, whether you walk well, don't walk well, it affects you differently, right? Whether you have memory loss, all these things affect you differently. Everything's age-related. Everything changes with age. And you have to be honest and say, were there any studies done on this drug in my age group with my medical problems? I mean, it's an interesting, but with the COVID stuff, there's a drug called Paxlovid, which is an antiviral, which President Biden thought was so wonderful, he spent $6 billion buying it because it saves all these lives. But I looked into it, right? How hard is it to look into it? There's one study it was done under emergency authorization by Pfizer, the drug company, studied a thousand people. Okay, all thousand people it studied were not immunized. None of them were on any medicines because this drug interferes with every medicine. And the survival rate was considered 11% because it went from 8.7, I 
out of a thousand to 7.4 out of a thousand. So, so that was 11%. And it was done during a surge of Delta, which is unlike anything we're having now. So unimmunized people who are not on any other medicines during a surge of Delta. So how well is it working now? Not at all, but everyone's saying to take it. And now we're learning it has massive downsides because they didn't talk about it in the study and the doctors didn't ask because doctors don't want to know. Big money, Pfizer made a lot of money. Good for you if you have Pfizer stock. So this is the way the whole medical system works. And for medicine, for doctors to be the pimps, they can't tell you the negative. So it's up to you to do it. So as we go through disease after disease after disease, um, we're going to talk about how numbers don't matter, which they never do. Um, how, what the clinical benefit is and what the clinical downside is. Again, when you look at downsides, it has to be clinically relevant too. You can't look at downsides that are, that, that are numerical. We don't care about that. Um, and we do want to look at the research because like we said earlier in this podcast, studies can be manipulated in many ways, whether it's an observational study, which is awful, or whether it's a double-blind placebo randomized controlled trial, those can be manipulated. They always are manipulated. And you have to know how they're manipulated to know if they have any benefit for you, if they have any relevance to you. It's really important. So we're going to talk about that because I've looked at all these studies. God knows that's what you should do as a doctor. I believe doctors are the ones who should stand between the patient and the drug companies. We should be the one who, who siphons the false message, who understands the studies, who knows how that study relates to you, how that drug relates to you, how all these drugs you're on are going to affect you. What's the positive and negative so you can make decisions. That's what we're supposed to be doing. No doctors do that. They, they just are drug salesmen and procedure salesmen, and test salesmen, which is why our costs are going up and our outcomes are getting worse. So next two talks, whether you're interested or not, are on the Flexner Report, which in 1911 changed our healthcare system into this robotic um, drug number-based drug selling um, uh, philosophy that we now adhere to as science, which you know science now is, is just the opposite, very Orwellian. And the first one we'll talk about the report. The second one we'll talk about an interesting twist on the report in how it led to a very racist view of healthcare. So that's what we're going to be talking about next. And then we're going to really dig into certain diseases.